Welcome to the Random But Fun Podcast with your host, Francisco. Always random, always fun. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. Hello, I'm Francisco, and I'm here to bring you up another episode of this Random But Fun Podcast, though it might not be so fun today. I mean, you know, sometimes I wonder if I named the show correctly, because this will be a fun a fun thing, right? And I, and I think it still can be, but the thing is, the topics that come out are, are so heavy sometimes. And I have to talk about them. There, there is no way I can't, I can't uh, overlook them and skip them because they're very important, very serious. And basically, well, let's, let's get into it. So the last few weeks, there's been uh, a lot of stuff coming out. Indiana Jones. Uh, last weekend, it was Barbie. Next weekend is gonna be Oppenheimer, which I'm gonna go see because I love history and and I I, I just want to see it. I can't wait. Um, but then between all that, there's this small movie called The Sound of Freedom, which at its simplest, it is based on child sex trafficking and how one guy uh, basically started his own organization. Or one guy quit his job and basically went out to rescue kids, right? And it's based on a true story. It's based on a real guy. Um, but it's something that you don't really hear about. This movie was basically censored from the world, from the internet. Nobody mentioned it. I mean, the the mainstream media, the ones that did cover it, basically smeared it. Um, here's a couple. Here's a couple of headlines, right? Here, here's one. There you go. Uh QAnon and The Sound of Freedom both rely on tire, tired Hollywood tropes. Uh, the sex trafficking movies routinely skip over, skip over some very important questions, which gives the conspiratorial right room to run wild. So what does that mean? Basically, they're using these headlines. And this was, well, what, what, was, this is Bloomberg, by the way. And this is something they wrote on their website. And the way I see it is they're trying to make it seem like... This is a conspiracy theory, uh, right-wing, overblown fiction fiction movie, right? That, that, that I know that a lot of them said there because the guy who comes out of the movie uh, or the guy who inspired the movie, he has his own organization, and this is what he does. He goes out and he rescues kids, right? Um, basically, a lot of them are saying that he's using it as a as a propaganda machine to bring in money, donations, etc. He wants to make a lot of money so he can use it for his own gain. Fair. Here's another one. This is uh, from The Guardian. Sound of Freedom, the QAnon-adjacent thriller Seducing America. Seducing America, huh? So basically he's saying, there's, well, not he, but they are saying this, this specifically headline is basically saying how they're using this nefarious topic to bring in people that wouldn't otherwise wouldn't watch it. Now let's look at Rolling Stone. Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms. The QAnon tinged thriller about ch child trafficking, child trafficking is designed to appeal to the conscience of conspiracy adult boomers. Again, what does that say? They're basically trying to discredit it, right? They're trying to discredit all this. Fair. Again, hey, this is the magazines. They they want maybe maybe if it was um, how do I say this in a in a good way? This movie is about 
child sex trafficking that is happening right now, $150 billion industry around the world. And the simple fact of it is, is that the United States is the highest consuming country of child sex paraphernalia. Okay. And the reason I want to talk about this is because how can something so simple, a movie that, look, this movie was made five, six years ago by Warner Brothers, right? It was it was produced by Warner Brothers, but within that time, Disney bought Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah, Disney bought uh, Warner Brothers. And instead of them putting out the movie, which you would think Disney would want to put out, right? I mean, Disney, they're all about the kids, right? They want They would want to pull it out and shine a light to this thing. But no, they shelved it indefinitely. They shelved it. Nobody knew what was going to happen to it. They didn't know we we're going to they're going to be able to watch it. it. It was crazy. I mean, and and the thing is, no, I didn't I didn't know about this movie. And even when it came out, I didn't hear about it till recently, a few days ago. Because, you know, I'm I'm busy, I'm working, uh, I have a life distracted. Um, it's not it's, I don't really go out looking for a lot of stuff. Sometimes the stuff I talk about is just I happen to stumble on. And well, I stumble on this because I watch um there's certain YouTube channels and certain podcasts I listen to and it, it came up and I was like, what is this? What is what's going on? How come I haven't heard of this? And I started looking into it. And is basically this movie was shunned by everybody, by the by the mainstream media, by there there was reports that certain theaters were on perp and this allegedly has not been proven. But um, a lot of people say that their tickets were just being refunded. And when they showed up to a the theater, it was still being played. But there was, like, issues with the AC or, or something. Something was the issue. Something was the matter. There was a lot of stuff going on. And But apparently, it's a very powerful movie. It's uh, You go watch it, and I, I, um, I am going to go watch it. Um, or if I don't get to go watch it, I will watch it when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Um, but, uh, but it's interesting. And... You start to think about why, why it's getting shunned, why it's being blocked out from the public eye. Why is everybody, and, and by everybody, I mean these people or, or these corporations that don't want it to succeed. Why wouldn't they want a movie like this to succeed? Even if it was a fake movie, let's say it was a movie made up, there was no, no, nothing true to it. We watch movies all the time. You look at The Avengers, you look at Mission Impossible, whatever, which I went to see too. Um, they're all made up movies, right? Why can people watch what they want to watch? This is, last time I checked, this is the motherfucking United States of America. The land of the free. You can do whatever the fuck you want, right? And watching a movie should be your right. You know, you put it out. And if nobody watches, guess what? It was a failure. They won't make another one. But why actively try to block it? And by the way, this, was, this movie was made on a $15 million budget. And it's made over a hundred million already. I think it's up to like maybe one fifty or so. People want to watch it, and the reason, one of the biggest reasons I want to talk about it is because recently there was look. There's been so much happening with uh, for years now. Epstein and his island, right, where literally people would fly out, people of government allegedly would fly out there and basically uh, sleep with underage girls or kids or whatever. They would. That's what they would do. 
I mean, the U.S. being the highest consuming country in the world of child pornography, child. It's terrible. It's hard. To, it's hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about, but but it's it's true. It's it's a true statement, and it sucks. And I really hate to bring this up, but who are the ones that are consuming this? Yeah, there's there your regular old Joes, sure, but I mean a lot of them are, are are people in in really high positions of power, whether it be government, corporations, Hollywood, you know. I mean, again, why so much effort to make this movie look or feel fake, block it, not let people see it, not promote it? Why? It's about saving kids. Who wouldn't want to save kids? But here's here's another. Um, but here's the second part of this uh, this this uh, small podcast I, I want to do. Recently, this guy uh, from the Lost Prophets, his name is Ian Watkins, right? He was uh, he was sentenced because he uh, let me see he he was found, he was found guilty of thirteen child sex offenses, and <laughs> it's crazy because apparently the password to his computer was like "I fuck kids." That was the password to his computer. This is Jesus Christ. It's crazy. So there it is. One, this one guy. I mean, he's you know, this one dude. But this one dude allegedly did this, or no, he not allegedly. He actually did it. He was he's been he's been convicted. Um, and and apparently some of the parents of these kids, like moms of these kids, were accomplices. You know, that's how that's how crazy this goes. But on top of that, again, let's go back to Epstein. You know, he was. <laughs> he was jailed and he was killed in jail. Who has enough power to kill somebody in jail? The cameras are not working. Whatever the case happened, you know, he was going to blow the lid on a lot of stuff, on a lot of high-powered people that do stuff like this. And he died for it. I can almost guarantee you he knew he was going to die. As soon as he went in there, he's like, I'm not getting out of here. I mean, there's no way. He knows too much. But anyway, let's continue. Another part of this is going to be, I, I unfortunately live in California. And I say unfortunately because it is an incredibly progressive state with uh, fascist-like commitment to certain things. So there was this, uh, they're trying to amend this law. Is AB957 of the family law and is basically gender identity. So they're trying to pass into law that if you don't affirm your kid, your child, of whatever they say they are, it could be considered a, a felony, I believe. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Yes. Okay. So let me let me read this uh, thing. Existing law governs the determination of a child's custody and visitation of contested proceedings and requires the court for purposes, for purposes of deciding custody to determine the best interest of the child based on certain factors, including, among other things, the health, safety, and welfare of the child. This bill, for purposes of this provision, would include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity 
of expression of gender expression as part of their of their as part of the health, safety, and welfare of the child. Now, this hasn't passed yet, but it was put on, and they're trying to pass it. The problem with this law is that you're giving the child a huge amount of power because children. Oh man, I gotta be careful. There's been so much talk about how a child knows what they are. A child understands who they are from from birth and whatever. But we all know that children are impressionable. We all know that children have friends and they want to be like their friends. They want to receive the same recognition as their friends. Now, this is this is this is something I think. I believe this. And it's my opinion. But when I was in school, there was a lot of kids who dressed a certain way, talked a certain way, acted a certain way because they want to be considered part of the cool crowd, because they want to be respected more, because whatever the case was. Now, you have a protected class, whether you be part of the LGBTQ, where you're getting special treatment. You're being treated differently. You're being treated better in a lot of cases than a quote-unquote cis child. So why wouldn't a child choose to be part of that group? Just because of like, well, they're getting better treatment. Why can't I be part of that group? Everybody, everybody wants to be part of something. You know what I mean? And this is one of those no-brainers that you look at and you're like, well, this this has happened before it's happened happened for all time you want to be part of a group you want to be respected you want to be seen as somebody that's that's good and decent or whatever and so you become part of a group and and i'm not saying that that's what's happening but it looks like that's what's happening so you're giving the a child so much power over their parents decision making that it's it brings the question what at what point does the parent of a child a father a mother lose custody of their of their kid at what part now let me bring another one into this bill status bill sb14 of the serious felonies this happened um a while ago they they tried to so they i forgot i think a, a few republican senators or uh congressmen they wanted to pass or an amendment to the to this bill where it would actually include child sex trafficking, I believe. Um, let me see here. Yeah, trafficking of a minor. It would actually include it in the serious felony category, but it was shut down. It, w- it didn't pass. It didn't pass. Luckily, oh, one of the one thing, the good things that our governor has done, he helped bring it back and basically it was passed into law that now if you are caught trafficking a kid then you are basically considered it's like a serious felony which i would think you should go out there and get shot you know whatever that's just my opinion i you know children are the future children are the the legacy right and if we're playing dice with this with with our kids we're going back and forth right what what are we doing i don't even know why it wasn't what wasn't in here like this should have been a it should have been a serious felony from the beginning, but apparently some people decided it shouldn't be. Why? Like these people that voted no on this, why would they vote no? 
in what way does it benefit them to vote no, to, to strike it down? A lot of them have children, right? Why vote no? Again, that's their business, right? I don't know. But it, it brings the question, their credibility. Their, it brings the question a lot. Anyway, to continue. We also have, I've, I've heard uh, the term, and I've, and I've talked about this in another podcast, I, I heard the term of minor attracted persons instead of a pedophile. Why are we trying to change the definition of a pedophile? Why? What's the reason? Is it, like, I don't understand. And at the cost of my own sanity, I will say a few things. There's been a lot happening in the last few years where there's been a lot of this... um, Oh, man, a lot of I'm not saying everybody, but there has been a lot of instances where people have said that they identify as certain things and use that status to contact children, to go into locker rooms, to expose themselves. And I can't help but notice that this move to change the term minor pedophile to minor attractive persons is a push to change the stigma that goes into this and i remember i forgot where it was i I can't i think i wrote it down somewhere but i can't find it right now but there was this um there was this basically pedophile that was part of a a school uh committee or something like that i I forgot what it was but basically (laughs) he was deemed a pedophile but because because he was just a child, minor attracted persons, that that shouldn't bar him from voting or like being part of like decision making for children. Something like that. Something crazy. I read that and I was like, what the what are we doing? It is it is I sometimes I, I I hear these things and I don't I don't believe I'm I can't believe what I'm hearing. Now, part of that bill to basically allow children, or if you don't affirm them, you could go to jail. Giving the power to the to those kids, I feel like it's a push to give power to kids to be able to consent to certain things. What do I mean by that? Well, we just talked about how the U.S. is the highest consumer of these things, right? Pedophilia, child porn, whatever. What if, why, what if there's a longer play by, I don't know who, somebody, to give kids enough power to where they can identify as whatever they want and eventually be able to consent to being with these minor attractive people and there's nothing a parent can do about it. There's nothing that anybody can do about it. And there's this huge ploy to minimize this movie, which brings into question a lot of things that we are, at least I thought we were in agreement of. There, there shouldn't be any any ifs, ands, or buts about it. These are children. They should be protected. But it also brings into question a lot of political, political stuff, like the border. In the border, a huge portion of the people that are coming across are children. And a lot of these children are basically part of this sex trafficking or, or child exploitation 
basically the machine that's around the world. And I've seen, I mean, I, I heard, I heard this guy talk about how I think he was a, um, an ex, uh, border patrol agent who these children come across the border and they have a little piece of paper or they have a little note, whatever that has a phone number and a name. And basically they're the people that are going to claim them on, on this side of the border on the U S side. And a lot of time, these people are the traffickers. These people are the ones that are, <laughs> and, and not only that, but they, the kid comes across the border, they see this paper and they get a free ride to these people. They get sent to, to wherever these people are. So not only is the border open, but they're also helping this machine of trafficking, right? Child, child abuse. And it doesn't end just at like South, like sex slavery or anything like that. There's also things like organ transfers, right? They use young kids for, it is a dark side of the world, but a lot of these people are being harvested. A lot of these kids are being harvested for, for organ transplants, blood transfusions, you name it. It's a horrific thing to think about. And we don't want to because we think we and the reason we don't think about it. Right, we live in a, in a world where you can buy a, you can go buy a cup of coffee for five dollars, six dollars. Right. You get your, your espresso, whatever, uh, at Starbucks. And, you you know, oh, let me let me let me let me set the scene. You wake up in the morning, in your nice, comfy bed in your air conditioned room. Feeling great, feeling angry at the world because the world hates you for whatever reason, even though you, you slept good. You put on your $500 shoes, your $100 pants, your $100 shirt, whatever it is, your Supreme, your Jordans, whatever the fuck you wear. You put on your three, $400 Apple Watch, you get your $1,200 phone, and you order to Starbucks where you get a $10 drink, and then you complain on Twitter. That's the life we live. That's the hard part of life. You go and that, that, that's the hardest part of your day. People go, oh, you go to work. Ah, whatever. I go to work. It's fine. But the hardest part of your day is it's you getting ready for the day because you have to choose whether you want to wear, you want to look good, you want to impress. You know, you're, you you want to make sure that people know that you have money, that you're you're fancy. I, the, the One of the, my biggest pet peeves is I hear people say they're poor and they're wearing like three grand on them. I'm like, yo, you have three grand on you right now. You have a two three hundred dollar Apple Air Maxes. You twelve hundred dollar uh, phone. You have the the three hundred dollar Apple Watch. Or, or if if it's not the Pro, the Pros, you know, the Apple Watch Pro is another five hundred bucks. But then you have your your really nice shoes, your really nice pants, whatever. You're wearing, you know, over. You're wearing so much money on you, and you're poor. Come on. Not only that, but then you go. And, and you have a $60,000 car, lease, by the way, but you complain about how you're poor. I don't know, man. Sometimes that, that hurts me. But anyway, I, I, I got into a tangent there. Sorry. Let's go back. So anyway, you, 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 know, you do this. You wake up. You live you're living a happy life comparatively. So these things might not be in your radar. You might not think about this, but it's happening. These kids are being killed exploited, trafficked, basically sold into slavery, sex slavery, whatever you want to call it, being chopped up for parts for transplants. It is a dark side of humanity. 
And this movie comes out exposing some of that. And we're going to we're going to try to block it. Why? Because there's an agenda of we got to give the kids the power to say yes to be who they are to be. No, like, come on, guys, we have to start thinking differently. We got to start thinking in a way where it's going to be. Uh, we got to protect the kids, man. Like, I want to have kids someday, but I'm terrified. Like, what if I can't? You know, I I try to be a decent person every day, but sometimes you got to do some you go, like I don't know, like what what am I going to do when I can't protect them? What am I going to do when they're given the power to say, "I fuck you, dad. I don't I don't want to be here. I want to go be whatever I want to be and do X, Y, and Z and I'm going to be terrified and I won't be able to stop it." The agendas that are happening in, the, in today's world, so today's society are scary. And we're okay with it. We we choose to believe the headlines. We choose to believe the people that are actually lying to us and ignore the truth. Again, I, I find it weird that this movie is being... Everybody's trying to block it. Everybody's trying to, to make it, minimize it and not actually say the truth about it. It's it's insane. I have a feeling that a lot of a lot of the major players that are trying to block this or trying to like basically get in the way of this. I have a feeling that a lot of these have really negative agendas that we don't think about. We don't think about. You know, that we're pushing Barbie, right? Oh, everybody gotta watch Barbie and guess what? It works. You know many many people aren't going to watch Barbie. They go in dressed up as in pink and, and their favorite like clothes and blah, blah. But then this movie, now we got to block it. We can't watch it. Why not? Why not? Anyway, the world is, it's, it's weird. I, and I, and I wish I had a better topic, but to, to finish this, let, let me, let me just end it right there. You know, I just wanted to bring that up and, and talk about it a little bit, but let me talk about this trial. I'm, I'm watching a trial right now. It's a uh, Taylor show business, basically a 25 year old, uh, about a year ago. She, uh, <laughs> she sexually assaulted her boyfriend after she killed him. And but let me be more specific. She sexually asphyxiated him with a chain. And you know what? I'm having a lot of fun listening to it, but it's fucked up. It is crazy because, I mean, she's, she said she's done it. Like, yeah, I did this. How I did it. This is what happened. But the question is, did she mutilate the body after it was dead? Because if she accidentally killed him while they were having intercourse and hey, this guy liked to be choked, right? While he was being pegged. That's what he liked, allegedly. If that's what he liked and it was an accidental, it was accidental, well, then she can be charged for involuntary manslaughter, but not murder, right? And yeah, again, she can be charged for desecration of a corpse, but not, it's not a felony. Basically, it's a misdemeanor, right? Like, he was already dead. But some of these details are pretty gruesome. You know, I, I've learned to really watch some trials and follow them because they open up your eyes to to how... The truth can be manipulated in the media's eye, but when the facts come out, you can make your own decisions. You can make your own things, right? And the reason I talk about this is because we have 
Um, for example, the the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, the Johnny Depp trial, right? Those are two really big ones that happened in the last few years that have really opened my eyes to you can hear something, you can see something, and somebody can tell you something. But when you see the truth, when you see the people on the witness stand, when when they're talking, you see who's telling the truth and who's not. You see when they're presented with evidence, video evidence, testimony, you see the truth. And then you can make up your own mind. You're like, oh, I see there's an agenda always, right? Anyway, guys, you guys have a great day. Hope you enjoy listening. And I'll see you guys next time. Stay non-woke, my friends. Facts are facts. Math is math. And what's real, it's real. Always remember that. Bye-bye.